0: you're not paranoid before we get too late for Mm -hmm. recording yes and then we both procrastinated and it never got recorded (laughs) yay hooray just kidding hello hello hi this is kylie and i'm katie and this is our podcast you're not paranoid and i'm not paranoid (laughs) and neither are are me (laughs) neither are we Neither are you. So, hey, what's going on? Nothing too mucho. Great, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how was your you? day? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good. We work together, so we're trying to like make it more yeah. conversational. But we, we've already had all the conversations.
1: We've talked all day today.
0: Oh, I just want to stop talking to her. I'm everyone. Like, oh my uh, god! Yeah. Can just you kidding.
1: Move desks or something. It is.
0: It is funny that we record together. And also after working a little over eight hours together. Mm-hmm. And we sit next and we'll to see each other. And we'll see each and other in another tw- uh yeah. Less than twelve hours. Yeah. So hey, we're like part of each other's lives, it is what it is. <laughs> and now we're part of your lives. Oh, hi. 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 How are how you? How was your day? How's your cousin Amanda? Oh good. Oh, wow. Good, good, good. That's, is she that's... still dating that guy? Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> all right. So this week, <laughs> we just want to make it personal. Wait, do we have any? I don't have any corrections from last week. I think uh, none that I'm aware of yet. <gasps> My friend had their baby. Oh, Remember thank I told God you? it wasn't stolen. Uh, yeah, they were at the hospital for a few days, so technically, I think they they're home. still there. I, <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. I've I must pause on that. No, no. I think by the time this episode comes out, they'll for sure be home i think they went home today but i got to visit yes with their baby i got to visit (laughs) them and their baby she's so like seriously i know everyone says this but she's like the cutest baby yeah and And they're a beautiful couple so it was like beautiful baby it worked out i got to see pictures of the baby correct i will verify that yes was she
1: she's a very cute baby
0: yes super cute like super long eyelashes just cute and gorgeous and perfect and And i'm so excited and sleeping and tired um <laughs> and just like me <laughs> cute and sleepy <laughs> just kidding i feel like that would be a t-shirt mostly sleepy i know we should with that, that like, like cursive, first 21 yeah like but with like a weird like pillow coffee or emoji like, yeah like oh i'm tired. Oh, but cute like i'm cute mm. but sleepy maybe the cutes in sequins and then on the back it'll say coffee monster <laughs> Let's just work for Forever 21 yeah. and do all of their marketing. Okay. Okay, cool. Let's, I mean, this is working out okay, but let's add to it. We're let's just, gonna, just hang out more. We're, go- we're growing our empire. Correct. This will be the third job. Hashtag boss babe. Hashtag <laughs> this mama gonna start another business. Ayo. That's uh, so funny. I'm not even a, mom, I'm a cat mom. And I'm a dog mom. And we are two. Podcast and mamas over here yeah okay so this week is about uh oh i'm gonna say yeah uh police
1: impersonations yes
0: and how terrifying it is mm-hmm. and there are stories because it would appear that this is not a one-off kind of thing
1: <laughs> doing the research
0: i was like oh, oh. bleep bleep bloop yes lots oh, of curse words like holy shot like what oh. the folk.
1: Oh, this is an issue.
0: <laughs> this is Bulk. actually um, a recurring theme in the United States across all of the states. So we did our own research separately, but it'll be fun to talk about it <laughs> yeah. and see how much kind of like our each of our own perspectives slash mm-hmm. sharing back and forth. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah. You get it. Cool. Are you ready to do this? Mm, no. I know it's kind of I know. Actually, I'm going to do my best. To get through some of this stay if my this first short story is you're like looking up I to know, see I'm if like, it's the same <laughs> june 20th 2019 i'll keep going uh rancho cucamonga nope. california a guy was um impersonating or pretending to be an undercover cop and <laughs> was driving his jeep wrangler and he pulled over somebody he had these um blue and red lights that he bought what? off online on his jeep oh so pulls, my god so he pulls this guy over and who does he pull over but an actual cop he pulled in un like he pulled over a guy who was in an unmarked sheriff's vehicle and it was an actual sheriff or sheriff's deputy
1: is isn't that hilarious
0: and like such a mega like a huge i mean mm-hmm. if you're gonna do it it's a big fail <laughs>
1: Mm -hmm. That's pretty gutsy, too, of like uh, the using the I'm an undercover cop. And that's why my police car is just a Jeep
0: and why I'm not
1: wearing a uniform.
0: So it's kind of hilarious and perfect karma because he literally fell into the arms. And then that cop arrested him or the sheriff's deputy (laughs) arrested him. It's like, yeah, it's like you're not doing like okay, that's pretty a bad luck. Don't Mm -hmm. play the lottery. Mm -hmm. And two like, thank you, karma. Thank you for this working out this way because you don't know
1: well because that's super scary because he's thinking like oh i can't get my hands on a police car or a uniform you know what i'm just gonna use the line of i'm undercover
0: yeah but undercover cops aren't gonna also have the bar on the top i would think but we'll talk we'll talk about that you know what i mean like it's kind of counterintuitive.
1: yeah because it's scary it's like what was he gonna do exactly
0: and it was a man it was another man it wasn't like I wonder if it was like super
1: tinted windows. So it's like, bummer one, it's a man. Bummer two, oh, I'm getting arrested now. Yeah, bummer. Like,
0: imagine that look <laughs> on his face. I would love to see the, the um the, what is that, the uniform like, camera? Yeah, you know, the body the cam. Look, yeah, the body cam look on the guy's face. And he's like, oh, shit. Okay. Holy oh. shot. You
1: have a nice day, sir. You like, can go on I'm, your way.
0: <laughs> you are free to go. It's like licensing <laughs> and registration. It's like his badge. She's like, oh, ah. holy folk. <laughs> Folk with an L I'm gonna go
1: listen to some folk music Folk now. music because folk me right Folk
0: <laughs> this it's a really emphasized L but anyways yes okay your turn okay
1: <laughs> I don't know if this is like a like a higher being's way, but I have a story that's the same plot twist, but it's different.
0: <laughs> that's why you're. Fa- i was like why isn't know, she like, more excited about my story i was just uh no selfishly
1: bummed out because like oh that was my story
0: i'm sorry but okay. this happened well it's still funny okay
1: because it's like maybe that is karma's way of like we're gonna take care of these bad guys yeah at least a couple of them before they even can do anything Dum dumbs <laughs> you can guess where this was this was in florida, florida. <laughs> This so he is very good by the way oh thank you uh boringly it's a similar situation where <laughs> a 26 year old man uh decided he was going to uh play cop and he had the red and blue flashing lights too i'm assuming not on a police car um but he pulled over a real undercover hillsborough county sheriff's off, uh <laughs> officer
0: who was i'm assuming in an unmarked car as well mm-hmm. oh it's so hilarious! so then
1: um they it sounds like the that guy the real police officer called and for backup because then he the fake cop got traffic stopped
0: uh, himself so i don't know
1: if he like left the interesting scene.
0: i've also heard that in florida you have there has to be two officers pulling over somebody like you can't an officer can't do a traffic stop or anything like that by themselves has to be at least two Mm. so maybe because he was alone okay something i've heard something
1: like that okay so then here's the Uh, first i was just reading their tweet but then here's Mm -hmm. the article so it says that (laughs) and i don't know i'm uh, maybe we'll talk about this later but i'm guessing the police officer maybe knew that Mm -hmm. he wasn't legit uh it doesn't oh it's a it was a 2007 suv Okay. So I'm assuming it wasn't like the same make or color, you know, whatever. Yeah. So the real officer just didn't never pulled over. He just kept driving. And oh then my the gosh. guy was following him for a little bit with the flashing lights and then must have just guessed like, "Well, I actually am not a real cop, so I can't call backup or That's anything." That's
0: hilarious. So the
1: real cop just like kept driving and then um he was he's the one who called 911 oh so he and never so, actually pulled no, over he never pulled over oh, so that's the okay. the little bit of a different uh yeah, okay, spin that's on different things. and so then that the fake cop got pulled over and arrested but they don't know how many times he's done this before right. so at the time of this article uh they had written like if anyone has been a, they have the, his picture no like if anyone's wow. been a victim of his please contact the sheriff's department
0: yeah abusing power yeah Jeez. but
1: let me see i thought it said something about florida oh no yeah that's fine that's it cool yeah because i think it's my other one yeah
0: it's also from florida i know they're all blend they <laughs> send they tend to blend so this one is kind of a political twist uh-oh did you know that mitt romney was I known saw- <laughs> to impersonate michigan state troopers i saw in that. high school and
1: college i saw that as a like a teaser yeah like i thought it was maybe clickbait like i went
0: for it i took the bait gaff ho- what did it say hook and sinker hook and then, line and sinker you're i'm not you don't even fish i know <laughs> hook line and let- sinker and then gaff I let was gaffed me correct by the that. fisher woman uh, true. out yeah, it doesn't use gaffes, but, anyways, um, well, I wouldn't have. Fly done fishing. That. Okay. Well, I bit the fly on this one, <laughs> and uh, I did not read the whole article because I was like, this is not worth my time. Okay. He basically would put that, uh, they call it a cherry top, you know, that mm-hmm. little red yeah. signal light thing. The old First, fashioned you know. one. Yeah. They'd put, he'd put, because he's old. So they'd. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day. Back in my day. He had a white rambler, which is, I'm assuming is a type of white car (laughs) (laughs) and he'd put the cherry top like cherry on top of his white rambler looked more
1: like a police yes
0: and he drove around and would pull people over and would like play he thought it was funny and would like pull pranks on people i think his dad had stuff like cop stuff or something and blah 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 but the like uniform didn't fit Mm -hmm. and i think it was kind of dirty people were like kind of laugh at him like yeah like you look dumb kind of (laughs) thing And this one quote was, we thought it was all pretty weird. We all thought, wow, that's creepy. And after that, we didn't have much interaction with him. Mm. And all these years later, here he is. Is Running for president. Isn't he Mormon? I think he is Mormon. That's probably not allowed. It's probably frowned upon to the Church of Mormon." Uh, of Latter-day Mormon, Saints. Yeah, the Latter-day Saints. It's probably frowned upon to do that, I would assume.
1: Yeah, it's probably not great.
0: Not the best.
1: Um. Oh, I forgot to mention in my last story, mm-hmm. when they searched his car, they found a plastic airsoft pistol. So I think mean, that's Ooh. why they were concerned of like what he had done, if he had He's done it. He's lucky
0: before. And in the way that they didn't, he didn't like have it have on it him. Have it on him, yeah. Because that probably looks like a real gun. Mm-hmm. And he probably did not leave the red thing on the front, because then you're like... <laughs> I'm being pulled over clearly by a cop who has a fake gun. Mm-hmm. And he's not like in training because training guys don't care. What if that's
1: just they put the <laughs> little thing on for trainees?
0: Oh, that'd be kind of sad. Yeah.
1: Sorry. that I just remember that part. No, no, no.
0: That's fine. That's
1: more scary because then he really is
0: trying to look like
1: mm-hmm. a real cop. Yikes. But that's interesting. I, I feel like the, the reactions from the friends and people who he did it to is kind of
0: uh, yeah. awkward. Yeah. He pulled, it was mostly for fun, quote unquote. I mean like pull pranks but people were like, eh, if not no really no into it. If you're the only one laughing. Yeah. Not great. I'm surprised that didn't come up during his, uh. Well. I'm sure many things did. I don't think What attention. if we're breaking it? Breaking be- news. Besides the people that
1: wrote the original article.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, now you
1: hear it. You heard it here. You heard the, and that's the T on, uh, past. A past presidential candidate? <laughs> He's not doing it anymore, is he? I don't he? think so. I don't keep track of him. Whatever. But I mean, interesting. He's always wanting power.
0: He made it into our episode, and you know what? That's making it pretty far. So good so, for him. You're welcome. <laughs> Mitt. Mittin. Uh, His full name's Mittin. No, it's not. Really? I don't know. What's uh,
1: Mitt mean?
0: <laughs>
1: Mittin. That can't be a real Mitten full name. Romney. It has to be like a... Mitt. I don't know. A nickname or a short... I like Short. mitten the kitten. Mitten the kitten. Well, that would be like if he was a fighter. Mitten N- the and, the, kitten. and, and he's the like
0: blue Row. corner is mitten the kitten. And he's just like <laughs> like has like his little like claws out like fighting like a little cat. <laughs> I'm <laughs> fierce. <laughs> All right. Okay, your turn.
1: Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, here we go. All right. Okay, so this one, it kind of highlights the uh, how often it's happening. So this is in Miami-Dade County, Florida. Okay. Um, I didn't really read it more for, like, what was happening, but it's kind of the same thing where someone was trying to impersonate an officer. Yeah. But what's interesting is that, uh, to quote the article... In South Florida, seemingly an incubator of law-breaking intervention, <laughs> police impersonators have become far better organized and most troubling to law enforcement officials more violent. Oh, dear. And, like, scary red flag, the practice is so common that the Miami-Dade Police Department has a police impersonator unit. What? And this article is from... Are you kidding me?
0: Maybe. Well, this is May
1: of 2011.
0: This means they need to update their uniforms. So maybe they look a little bit different. Like wear yellow. I don't know. Something that people can't have access to. But it just kind of made me laugh in a
1: little bit of the way the article was written. It's like, come on, Florida. Like, ugh, you
0: guys, Florida. Not again.
1: You have a, a police impersonator
0: unit. Oh, take care of your problem. But maybe we should do a
1: follow-up with them. This is from 2011. Let's check on that kappa. We could see. (laughs) Have you closed this uh, impersonator kappa in a timely manner? Prove it. Show (laughs) us. We're going to audit you. Let's find the police department's phone number. The non-emergency phone number. 555.
0: (laughs) Police impersonator.
1: (laughs) Unit.com. Yes. Um, So... I guess this unit was established in 2007, Mm -hmm. and they have arrested or had encounters with, I don't know why they wouldn't arrest all of them, (laughs) um, 80 phony officers in that county. And they're saying when this article is written, so a few years later, the frequency has increased. What?
0: That's because people are getting away with it, probably. It's really scary.
1: They're just saying that it's a trend.
0: Yeah, that's not (laughs) trending now now trending on google amazon's like free fake we're gonna police s- uniform <laughs> yeah, like-
1: we're gonna get so many ads on instagram now for like police uniforms Handcuffs. and stuff um but Teaser. yeah so they're saying the bummer about all of this is how easy it is i don't know if we can talk about that but yeah
0: maybe afterwards
1: yeah. yeah so just kind of i guess in that county specifically it's really uh prevalent, I mm-hmm. guess, or they're getting concerned enough to make a unit. But it's like how many people live there? If then just everyone's a police officer.
0: Yeah, no kidding. I don't know it's kind of weird. In that one county.
1: Yeah. Like 80 cases, like they must be bored or and something. And what was the time period again? Um the from like 2007 to 2011 is fr- when the articles referring okay, but to. but still
0: it's like 20 cases a year. That's quite a bit. That's noticeable. (laughs) And the 20 different people. Hmm? 20 different people per year. Like 80 different cases. It's not like the same. Not that you have that information in front of you. But I'm assuming. I would assume, yeah, it's different. Like all 80 of these people. What if it's just one person? Or like a couple people just like keep doing it. Well, knowing Florida is probably not illegal. Yeah. (laughs) Or it's like something, you know, Like a misdemeanor mm -hmm. or something less Mm -hmm. significant. Yeah. Plus there's a lot of tourists. Uh, I don't know about that particular area, but I can imagine, because I feel like Florida is a place where you go to retire or run away, right? mm
1: -hmm. Or Or vacation. Or vacation if you're from uh, England.
0: Or everywhere else in the world, because everybody loves Florida.
1: Everyone? Everyone in Canada, Florida. That's so weird, because when I was in Scotland, everyone, when they found out I was American, were like, oh my God, what about Florida? Have you been? It's so cool. I'm like,
0: it's kind
1: of hot. I don't know if you guys want to know, like, what? The rest of America, like, refers to Florida as kind of like a mm. giant, not hot great. mess, <laughs> a- and it's kind of like the laughing stock of states. Oh, because well, they're always
0: up to no good. You just always hear the craziest s- things, interesting stories. But who, are they the real Floridians or are they the crazy transplants? I think they're crazy transplants. Uh, so they can't, can't really handle blame the heat. Florida. They can't handle the heat. The gators in the heat are coming for them. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. So you better get out before that you turn into a crazy person. True. And try to, you know, cut off your arm or something stupid. Or eat uh, bath salts and then... Yeah, people's faces. People's faces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's another episode to be covered one day. Oof. But we should
1: just do a min- like a running series of Florida.
0: Yes. Just
1: like that's just it. It's just Florida. Just Florida <laughs> for
0: one month, maybe two months. Forever. Florida cases. It's like Florida part 100. We'll call it... Or Wait, what's their state called again? The orange. What are they known for? Like oranges. Like a nickname? No, like California is like the the golden,
1: golden state. state, and I think Florida might be the suns sunshine state. Okay. Like what their motto is? Yeah, let's ask Goo. Dear Goo.
0: it's probably Mm-mm. like crime happens here. <laughs> and it's funny too because sunshine state seems like ironic. I feel like we should have the state uh be the sunshine state but and the happy state just kidding yeah i think that's actually like what is the happiest state probably like arizona or something or hawaii hawaii or washington but hawaii has a lot of tourists and also everything's expensive it's beautiful but expensive oh i'm sorry uh
1: florida suck up is apparently in god we trust that is their motto
0: or is that just like it
1: says by the florida state Uh, Department of State You sure Mm -hmm. And I meant like sucking up to um, The United States As a whole Not to God because...
0: You're a liar. The wait. Sunshine State is the official nickname of the U.S. state of Florida. Oh, I'm sorry,
1: nickname. I'm looking up state mottos. No, nicknames. Sorry.
0: I was like, I think you're right, but you're telling yourself you're wrong, but you are right. But, okay, so uh, additional fun fact. They also... Florida
1: is not really creative and just took the United States of America's motto. What's
0: the and, California motto? Uh,
1: sorry.
0: Calicadab.
1: Oh, I'm going to guess.
0: Oh, Can I wait when you're ready? I'll tell you
1: Uh, like I'm going to guess or
0: (laughs) no, I'm just going to tell you. But yeah,
1: guess. And then I'll tell you Uh, the California motto is we've got beaches. Wrong. It's Eureka. Uh,
0: That's kind of dumb. It kind of sounds like a a downstairs problem for girls (laughs) is what that sounds like. You've heard of I think because it reminds before. me of urethra. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why. But
1: I mean, you've heard of the word Eureka before. Yeah, right? yeah,
0: yeah. It just seems like a random thing to be saying. But and who it even sta- said it's a it. Greek word that means I have found it, which is probably referring to gold. Uh, that's a different story. Lame. Different story for I'm disappointed a different day. I'm I'm more impressed s- by California than I am Florida, if we're going to go there. But Well, I mean, for state mottos yeah let's cover it. okay let's look up every single state <laughs> motto and we'll say which one's the best yeah and then you'll vote if we're right or not <laughs> you know it's like those instagram polls but it's like 50 options yes oh my gosh it's so bad i agree anyway okay so where were we uh, um, we're talking gl- about florida. florida sunshine they're having Stinkies. issues oh yeah. so many people impersonating eighty of yes. them okay that's a lot mm-hmm. it must be easy because for these individuals I'm, that's all i'm gonna say for now because unless can they talk. have a staples button and it's like that was easy yeah mm-hmm. remember those commercials mm-hmm. it's been a minute staples joke staples um that i don't know why i said that <laughs> i don't like staples that much <gasps> that, not not that not not enthusiastically that was pretty enthusiastic <laughs>
1: i hate Stables. i'm more of an office depot kind of
0: girl okay can i tell you a sad fact about me mm-hmm. not sad but like hilarious and also <sighs> i only found out maybe like three years ago that office depot and home depot are not owned by the same company <laughs> i
1: thought well, do they you know were that like though? a
0: depot company um because um, it could like you know how like um,
1: Ooh, maybe you'll redeem me like holding companies are so ginormous they own everything
0: related see i'm not the only person the answer is the answer is no oh well then it's funny okay aren't you guys the same company question mark it's amazing how many people come in thinking (laughs) that staples office (laughs) depot oh that's that's not the question that I was asking. Nope. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say no. Okay. I looked it up at one point. Well. But I did. I thought that they're the same. So speaking of household things, that's <laughs> my household fact. Awkward. Um, but that's okay. Uh, yes. Your turn. Okay. This one might be a little bit long. Mm. But I can. So if you want to tell one more short one. Short one. Does this uh, have to do with someone named Lacey. No. Okay. Her name is Jennifer. Okay. I have a like, kind
1: of a short one. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Um, this is about a girl named Lacey Miller who was pulled over. She was a college student and her car was found um, like close by to her house, but she was not around. Mm-hmm. And then two weeks later, um, they found her body. Oh no. And um, they, a few days later, they arrested someone named Jason Clausen. Because he had red and blue light, emer- red and blue emergency lights in his vehicle, a bail bondsman's badge, and her identification.
0: How did? Oh, I guess that's just part. I don't know of how the, they found yeah, him with her, that.
1: Um, but sadly, the police um, came to the conclusion that her murder could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess a few days before this, um, Claussen had been detained in connection with a hotel robbery. Um, but it turns out he did not rob the hotel, but they found it suspicious that he was in possession of a badge and emergency lights. So I guess they got called to him.
0: Wait, so they saw that stuff? They saw
1: that stuff. Here's the kicker. Um, in 2003, I don't think it's, um, so this is in Colorado, I'm assuming, because it says she was a University of Northern Colorado student. Right. Um, so in 2003, there was no law in place that would have allowed the officers to confiscate the lights or do anything
0: to him. That's strange? Yes. 2003? Yes. that seems too old to have no law. I know. But so um,
1: kind of like why I wanted to bring up this one because her sadly, And but maybe in hopes of preventing future murders. Yeah. Um, There was a law enacted in her name in Mm -hmm. Colorado called Lacey's Law, um, which makes impersonating a police officer a felony and having flashing blue and red lights a misdemeanor. Um, Prior to this law and the full on impersonating of a police officer was simply a misdemeanor and having the lights was a fifteen dollar traffic fine. $15?
0: $15 the lights cost more than that.
1: That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> Holy It's kind of sad that I like mean, that recent
0: I I mean we are in 2019, but still but I would feel, I feel like, like people, in people the are 2000s. getting thousands. Yeah, we give the 2000s I think too much credit, but I think people have gotten very creative since the 80s. True. The 80s was just like brutal bad shot and now they're trying to actually work the system mm-hmm. you know and then yeah. the system's like trying to catch up <laughs> yeah like that situation because mm-hmm. it would probably wasn't even a thing that they thought would actually be happening and maybe at the time that law was made 15 dollars was significant yeah, but then maybe. never got updated mm-hmm. dang that's a good question do fines adjust with inflation I would assume they'd have to. I just said that my question was a good question, but that was in my head. (laughs) Not in a conceited way. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll ask. Oh, man. Well, it's good that that, they have a law on her name. Yeah, but it's just
1: really sad that like, and this article says it's like the police believe that something could have been or would have happened to him. If that law had been in place when they saw him with the lights, yeah. And then if you want to go down that road, the coulda, woulda, shouldas, then in theory, would never. He would have. Yeah, he would have not been able to try to or like pull over this young girl.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of situations like that where you find out that these people, like awful people, have histories, and like had they just been Mm -hmm. not released, you know, on probation or whatever it may be. Then the next victim maybe wouldn't have gotten, you know, became a victim. Yeah, sadly. It's a weird word. Like when
1: you think about it, like these laws and stuff, it always has someone's name in front of it.
0: Yeah. You know? So it's it's, like. Instead of preventive, it's reactive. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't we make preventive laws?
1: I don't know. It's like I've like criminal, like have a criminal mind. Yeah. But it's a whole thing of just. People thinking of really messed up things and then they make laws for it.
0: I think we would be great candidates for that (laughs) because you got, I mean, to protect yourself, you kind of got to think creative like that. Mm -hmm.
1: Or just like even a good group would be like
0: movie writers Mm -hmm. because some movies are real messed up. And some action, and I think that there's still a-holes, but whatever. Some uh, serial killers actually offer advice like in oh, space Yeah, and i know mind, it was a tv show but mind, hunter. mind hunters but um still the same concept like i've read different articles of criminals offering advice on like how to catch them and blah blah you know
1: yeah that's kind of the scary part when some of them know and it's like they're almost trapped in the bad part of their brain yeah or at least that's what they're portraying yeah. or saying of like please don't let this happen
0: yeah like this is what will I, happen yeah. this is how they think
1: because i can't stop myself
0: oh yeah i don't like that freaks me out oh yeah well i'm sorry for her that's really sad and yeah. your family so my story i am not going to do it justice i'm just going to tell you that flat out i'm just going to give you like what I can remember. I'm going to pull a Karen Kilgariff here (laughs) this morning. I watched, um, an episode of 48 hours live to tell. Ooh, it's pretty crazy. I've not heard of that show. Yeah. So it's kind of like I survived same concept. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's, it's more of like forensic. I think it's I haven't actually watched a full episode of like I survived, but I think it's more a combination of like forensic files meets. I survived where the victim is talking. Mm -hmm. Um, but they still do flashbacks to like the scenes and her picture and all that it's not just like her face Mm -hmm. talking the whole time um so my point is I have the article here to like (laughs) double check myself a couple things but I'm going to tell you most of it off my memory because I watched it before work and I was like (laughs) excuse me I was mind blown because it's just an insane story are you ready uh yeah I'm a little bit nervous okay um so let's see here 19 the summer of 1990 great uh, summer yes uh, i was not born yet i was enjoy- <laughs> i was enjoying my very first summer very nice maybe <laughs> we shouldn't say that cuz then people know how <laughs> old we are and that we're not 97 <laughs> oh, man. um so summer of 1990 Jennifer Shewitt just finished second grade she was at home um it was just her and her mom and she didn't like the dark or sleeping alone like most what did they say? Seven-year-olds? Yeah. Eight-year-olds. Eight-year-olds. She was eight. Even though oh, second yeah, grade. Oh, yeah, second grade. I think they say she's eight, but I'm just going to stick with that. So um, she, was, she was, likes to sleep with her mom, but that night in particular, she was super restless and kept kicking. and You know mm-hmm. how little kids are. Yeah. Um, and her mom's like, honey, I, I really need to go to work tomorrow and I need to get sleep. Can you please sleep in your own bed like you're eight years old? She said, okay, mom, like just for you, I will like kind of like cute little snarky Mm eight-year-old or sassy rather. Um, So now um, this is what I say, August, August 9th, 1990. She's in her own room now and she has, I think she said she had trouble sleeping or something like that. And since she was afraid of the dark, she had this giant light bulb lamp in her room. She said it was like the brightest lamp she's ever seen. And so she turned it on because she was afraid of the dark and being alone. And um, she just started reading her books until she fell asleep like a cute little eight-year-old. The next thing she remembers is waking up in the arms of a man that she doesn't know. And he's running, carrying her down the sidewalk, and she's trying to scream and she's starting to absolutely freak out. And he puts his hand over her mouth and tells her to calm down. He says, everything's going to be okay. I'm an undercover police officer. Mm-hmm. And she said that as a kid, she wanted to believe him. Mm-hmm. But there was a, they had just learned in school, like that's the age we learned about stranger danger. Oh, so she no. was kind of, she was like very, very scared. Um, and she knew that something was wrong, but she didn't know what to do. So he puts her in a car and they start driving and she realizes while they're driving that she's being kidnapped and she's, you know, very terrified of what was going to happen. And he actually pulls into the parking lot of her elementary school, which I'm assuming is just like the closest elementary school around. And he told her to sit there and watch the moon. And when the moon changes colors, my mom is, her mom is going to pull up and pick her up from the car, come to pick her up and she remembers waiting for the headlights of her mom but her mom never came Mm. she said I think I think that at that point he was trying to psych himself up for what he really intended to do I remember him saying well your mom's not coming and starting up the car and we went just a few blocks away it was a dead-end gravel road so he pulls off into an overgrown overgrown field and she just starts absolutely panicking He then held a knife to her throat and said, Am I scaring you, little girl? Am I scaring you? He then choked her as hard as he could and tried to break her neck. She blacked out for a while, and when she woke up, he was dragging her by her ankles through the field, and he dropped her legs, and then she could hear him walk off, get in his car, drive away. Jeez she was laying there and she couldn't move and she couldn't she could like barely move and she couldn't scream no matter how hard she tried and she couldn't really tell why and she said that she had just enough strength to put her hand like on top of her throat and she could feel a gaping wound (gasps) and when she looked at her hand it was full of blood oh she was only eight years old and she was left to die in the field so she's laying there and she's looking up and she sees, she can see the clouds and the stars. She can't scream. She's in the middle of this field. She's too weak to move. Um, she said she tried really hard to move her body, but she just couldn't. And she could feel ants crawling all over her and <gasps> ew, stinging ew, her ew. baby, little baby. Old. And um, she would go into and out of consciousness. And every time that she would come to, she said, quote, I would be in disbelief that I hadn't died yet. <laughs> Oh, my God. And she said that she was just laying there and she could see, like, it was. The, I think it's the next day now. And she can see, like, through the blades of grass, cars driving by. And she was right there and help is right there. She can see people, but she can't scream and no one can see her because that field mm-hmm. is overgrown again going in and out of consciousness she doesn't she said that this is also really sad like to hear from 8 year old perspective yeah that's what I was gonna say she said that she doesn't remember feeling scared she remembers feeling at peace with what was about to happen which was dying mm. it's just like are you kidding me to have like that kind of understanding it's terrifying so then the news report comes out um, early Friday morning that Jennifer Shewitt was abducted from her apartment bedroom and um detectives are like looking and freaking out and now this is the second day um it's getting dark outside and she said it was getting dark outside and the last time that she woke up she could hear children playing Mm -hmm. because again she's going in and out of consciousness Mm -hmm. about how much blood she lost and she can't move and she said that she felt something hit her foot And it turned out that there were kids next to her playing a game of tag in the field that she was laying in. And one of them tripped over her foot, (gasps) thinking that she had found one of her playmates. And that's how she was found. Jeez. Isn't that crazy? So, she then goes back unconscious um she remembers waking up to a police officer kneeling down beside her saying you've been found you're going to be okay just please stay with me please stay with me because he can see like her wounds. Mm-hmm. And then she was put into the life flight helicopter and taken to the hospital. Um her condition at this point was grave. Her throat had been cut ear to ear. <gasps> they found out later that she was actually sexually assaulted as well. Uh, I was going to Yeah. And um the detective at the time thought that they were working on a murder case because there was just no way this little girl was going to survive. Um, she was covered in ant bites, scratches on her back. She couldn't make any sounds. Um, long story short, I'm just going to jump ahead a little bit. She was able to write, she was afraid of men. And the cops, because she's like, "How am I gonna trust yeah, ex- these these like, other cops when this guy who just abducted me and like tried to Said kill me told me he was an undercover cop? You guys look all this, all of you look the same. Mm-hmm. Like, how am I gonna know the difference? I'm eight. She mm-hmm. didn't say that, but that's what I'm saying for her. <laughs> and she couldn't talk, and so she only trusted her mom. So her mom was in the hospital with her, and the police would stand outside her door, and she would write. She was writing notes to them to describe mm-hmm. everything that she remembers because wow. they would. So they would ask the mom the question. The mom would ask her daughter, and her daughter would write in eight-year-old fashion Aww. all the notes, and you can actually see these, like her hand I have the chills, like her handwritten notes, like he choked me, like you know whatever, like and and like I think a lot of things are misspelled because it's mm-hmm. eight-year-old logic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, not gonna judge her at eight, <laughs> eight years old, but anyways, you get what I'm saying. Um, just kind of puts it in perspective, like this is a little kid who's mm-hmm. going through this, and um, actually. She says she writes out that he said his name is Dennis and she described his car and all the dents that he had in his car oh, wow. and where she was taken and like every detail you can possibly imagine while mind you, she just has a giant wound mm-hmm. in her neck, I think she ended up going into surgery so she was also heavily medicated and absolutely terrified like still traumatized because' all this is only I think by this time four days mm-hmm. after she had been attacked and kidnapped. And um, they actually had a sketch artist come in and they brought in a book um, of different like looks of men mm-hmm. to basically put together the features of those men to create an image of who oh, the guy wow. was. And so the sketch artist sat there and she was like, okay, what it is, you know, what was what did his hair look like? And the the sketch artist was describing that she drew it from like like a printer, like top to bottom. And so, she literally went through the hair, the eyebrows, eyes, like, every detail. And when the sketch artist turned it around, the little girl, like, nodded her head, like, I have the chills oh, thinking geez. about it. But she was like, yeah, that's, like, she can not talk. But she nodded that that was him and was, like, scared. And so, the, you know, sketch artist signed it, dated it, handed it over to cops, put it out in the public, to, you know, to find him. That was it. One good thing was that she... I don't remember how long exactly into being in the hospital but she really wanted a chocolate bar from her uncle like her uncle was um, visiting her staying with her in the hospital and she really wanted a chocolate bar I'm like no 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 and she found something they thought that she would never be able to talk again mm-hmm. she found something in her and she made a noise that came out of her Aww. mouth because she wanted that chocolate bar and everyone was stunned because it was a miracle that she. they didn't think she'd ever be able to talk again and she got a, a little noise out and on this, you know, live to tell—is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she's, you know, a twenty-seven-year-old woman telling her story fully. She's—I think her quote was, "I haven't talked. I haven't stopped talking since then," <laughs> <laughs> or something mm-hmm. like that. So she has like a, sen- like a you know a sense of humor, but like very strong mm-hmm. um, for having gone through all of this. Yeah. Geez. And she did her absolute best to. Um, like, move on from it. Oh, and they also, when the police canvassed the area, they found um, clothing that belonged to her and I think the suspect that was left in a ditch. Huh. So they collected that evidence, put it in a bag. Um, so she goes off to high school, goes off to college, does her best. I think, like she was saying, that she was struggling but she knew like she had to just keep pushing on. She like he could be anywhere. Like That's is he what gonna, I was gonna come say, yeah is he gonna come back for me? Is he trying to finish me off? Like what's gonna happen? Like he could be he could be anybody. He could be mm-hmm. my he could be my mailman. He could be mm-hmm. the guy at the grocery store. He'd yeah. be around me, you know? And so she kind of lived in that fear but was trying to just be strong mm-hmm. and push through it. And the case went cold. No. Yeah. The case went cold and throughout her life, um it would rotate through different detectives. And then she get a new detective and a new detective. Basically, she went... They... Um, this is the part like I'm a little bit hesitant because I can't remember every single detail. But I did my best. And you can watch this episode. Yeah. I'll post a link on our website. Because the actual um, website, it's the cbsnews.com, has the full episode. Oh, wow. So, it's cool because you actually get to watch it. Um, But... So, then this is 18 years after the attack. And... um. She, I believe at this point had got engaged to her like lifelong, like, you know, her best friend who's like super supportive of her. They have two kids. I think that's during this time. I'm just going to say it is. (laughs) And, um, she gets these new detectives and the detectives are Tim Cromey and, um, yeah, Tim Cromey. And he's like, okay, I want you to come in and I can sit down with you. And when he was interviewed on this episode, he was like, this is, I sat down with her, and it did not go the way I was expecting. She was just so angry and crying and I just kept mm-hmm. handing her tissues and she was just so frustrated because no one was doing anything. And she was mostly not afraid for her own justice, but for future victims. Yeah. What if he's out there doing it to years. somebody else? Yeah. 18 years. And, um, she said that she was so frustrated and she's like, what's this guy going to do? And he said to her, Jennifer, I will do whatever I can do in my power until the end of my career to get you the answers that you need for this case. And so she knew at that moment, like, okay, this guy is just as committed as I am to my case. Like, we can do this kind of thing. And she, like, gave her, like, a lot of hope. And um, the next phone call she got was that he was bringing another guy on board named Agent Richard uh, Renneson. And he was an FBI special agent, mm. so he said himself that this was the most violent crime I've investigated where the victim survived. Yeah, I and it's a child. Ugh. Oy oy. Um, but she—the one thing that was really important to her is that she really wanted to be part of solving her own case, and mm. she wanted to help because she was the only living witness. Yeah, you know, so she could really offer. And as they're saying, like the um. For cold cases, time is their enemy. Mm -hmm. But in this case, it actually works out better because now new technology like DNA analysis Mm -hmm. is available and the witness is alive. People, you know, usually it's like Mm -hmm. cold cases, people who were alive or maybe no longer alive, blah, blah. So they went through and they had those four pieces of evidence, the clothing, right? Mm. So they sent it out for DNA testing um, in Quantico, Virginia. And knowing that it was an 18 year old case they knew that it wasn't going to take priority in the lab um but they got a dna hit (gasps) and they (laughs) the agents described it as them like freaking out (laughs) like like shaking and can't even like talk Mm because they were just overwhelmed um and the detective's like, who is Dennis Earl Bradford? <gasps> she was and, right. And, yep. Turns out he was convicted in 1997 for a different kidnapping in Hot Springs, Arkansas. He sexually assaulted a woman that he had met at one of the local bars, and he went to prison. And because of that sexual assault case and taking his DNA in prison allowed the match to happen for... um jennifer schuitt's case which is really awful to think about but that is why they have the dna so you know what's that called um codis i believe Mm -hmm. is the program where they you know are always searching for the dna alignments um so once they they didn't make that connection though of her notes that he said his name was dennis and they looked back at her notes and were like holy folk you know, Ooh. she was right this whole time and they went, they reviewed all her little notes and every single note, like every detail was spot on. Like exactly. Dang. And Kylie it,
1: just showed me the picture
0: of oh her yeah. writing uh, that said his name was Dennis. He said his name was Dennis and it's spelled D-I-N-N-E-S-E because <laughs> that's eight year old version. Um, but to find out that that was actually accurate is just, you know, wild. And um so they have so they bring him in and they sit down with him and we're like, you know, tell me tell me what happened like was he still in jail at this point? I think he was because when I watched the video he was in a jumpsuit. So he's either arrested or already in jail, but they're talking to him and um they're like, what do you have? What's your connection with Jennifer Schuett? Or something like that and he's like, or what do you have a connection do you know the story of Jennifer Schuett? Or can you tell us the story of her or something? And he's like, no. And at that point, they're like, okay, then he definitely knows something because mm-hmm. he's very you know, defensive. And um, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Back up. Before they actually met him, they looked him up to see his record to mm-hmm. find because they basically had to, sorry, they had to piece together and prove that he lived in that area mm-hmm. um, at that during point. that time so that it was the right person. So they got the, so what they did is they got that police sketch that that lady did and his photo ID, because it turned out he lived in that town for, at two different residences. Mm-hmm. So they found his photo ID with the, one of those residences. Look at the match of the, the police sketch. Oh my God. That's creepy. It's beyond creepy. The little girl, I mean, Jennifer was spot on. Yeah. And so was the, um, the police sketch. Artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the detectives were freaking out because they're like, "It's the guy. That is the guy. There's no way that this isn't this isn't him." And so they were able to um, pin him down as the people who, uh, sorry, as the as the guy who is the you know number one suspect, which is great because they had no suspects for eighteen years. So they go to North Little Rock to uh, meet with officers over there. And oh no, he wasn't in jail because they actually. The, um, they pull him over in a traffic stop mm. on a warrant. I think, I don't know if it was arrest or what, but on a warrant. Due to that case. Mm-hmm. So then now it's been more than 19 years after the attack. So this whole thing is a process, right? I mean, sending it out to mm-hmm. the DNA to Quantico and investigating it. None of this happens overnight mm-hmm. or happens in 45 minutes like the TV show <laughs> shows you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm like drained just thinking about, I can't even imagine. 19 years and um so they didn't tell her or I think they I don't know what to what extent they told her but they called her and said that they arrested him and that Dennis Earl Bradford is you know in jail and that they're going that they actually got to meet him face to face and just by looking at him he looked like you know a normal guy next door he -hmm. himself uh Dennis Earl Bradford had lived with his wife and had three adult stepsons, and he am- he was a welder in Little Rock. <sighs> so the so the conversation can I tell you the conversation between them? Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna say, Cromie and Bradford. Cromie, I understand you're pretty good at that. Bradford, smiling. You guys done your homework, Agent Renison. We're hoping most importantly to get into confession. We didn't want there to be any way that this could be in court. Sorry, that's like his side comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Renison, you ever heard the name Jennifer Shewitt? Bradford. Yes. Renison, did you ever have an, did you ever have occasion to come in contact with her? Bradford. Yes. Renison, no. tell me about that. Bradford, no. Hmm. Cromie, you didn't you don't want to talk about it? Bradford, no. Chromey. is there a reason why bradford you did your homework uh renison you're right we did our homework renison if you're remorseful about this people need to hear that cromie there's two sides to every story that's the um other detective sorry Mm -hmm. renison and cromie are the detectives bradford Oh, sorry. So then Agent Renison says, I explained that he needed to provide all the details of the attack so Jennifer could have the closure she needs after all of these years. Bradford says, and this is where I'm like, folk you, you mother folker, because he was crying. Crying. And I'm going to say air quotes. I know. I was like middle. I was driving this morning and I'm like flipping everybody off (laughs) as if they were Bradford. He says, not a single day goes by where I don't see that baby. There was no other side to the story. She was innocent and I was sick, deranged, beat up, little effing punk. Agent Rennison said it was a very long and exhausting interview. Bradford, she wasn't anybody I knew. I don't remember why I pulled up into those apartments. Brad, Agent Renison, Agent Rennison says that Bradford told us that he was driving around one night and he just randomly pulled into a parking lot. Bradford, And I walked over to this window. I remember it was open. I can see in it and the light was on. Agent Renneson said that he felt like he wanted to confess everything, but he just had a hard time saying it out loud as he's hearing him Mm -hmm. talk. Bradford says, what do you want? Rennison. I want you to just start talking and tell me everything you thought, everything you did, everything you can remember. Bradford, I'm ready for this to be over. I'm sick and tired of looking over my shoulder and being afraid. Bradford. It's all about him. I know. He's such a motherfucker, Bradford. Okay, forgive me, mama. I pulled that little girl out of that window and I put her in my car and she was freaking out and I told her, please just don't worry. It'll be all right. I told that little girl that I was a police officer, that everything would be okay. I pulled off on this little road and that little girl, she was so scared. I just lost it. I was like a savage animal. I, I can't force myself to say it. Runison, this has been haunting your whole life, Dennis. And I told Bradford, let's hear it. Bradford, I took that little girl out there and I raped her and I cut her throat. I don't know why. I never known why. Mm. I've never known why. Bradford, many, many, many times. I've just wanted to end it, but I've never had the guts. He actually, so then he goes on to tell the detectives that he tried to kill himself. Okay. Like the I think he said shortly he told us that shortly after his attack on Jennifer, he attempted suicide. He was using a shotgun, and just as he pulled the trigger, he did the decision he made the decision not to end his life. Hmm. He said that he blew a hole in his daddy's roof with a thirty. I don't know what that means in terms of thirty six. I don't know if that's like slang or weirdly translated, <laughs> but he he basically blew he missed his head and blew a hole in the literally blew a hole in the roof Mm -hmm. and um right then and there he i think i don't know if his dad heard him or what was going on but he was transported down to the hospital for evaluation and was put into the psychiatric ward um which was the same hospital jennifer was in no way are you serious and now i have full body chills Like, so they were in the same hospital at the same time, at the same effing time. And he confessed, you know, the case is closed. I don't know. I just feel like that's such BS to be like,
1: um, like, I have no trouble killing. Because in his mind, he killed her. He has no trouble killing an eight year old, but he can't like, oh, but I made the decision not to kill myself.
0: Yep. This was Jennifer when she was attacked. How cute and adorable Aww, she baby. is. This is just one of the photos of her, like how, you know, gravely mm-hmm. injured she was. It's not her injuries, yeah. but it's just like she looks very, she um, she looks dead Yeah, in the picture. In terms of like her eyes are um, just casting a stare. And like she was fully in the hospital, mm. like, you know, on... Basically, like, they're surprised she's, you know, survived it all, let alone is talking. And then this is her today. Or at least when this episode came out. Oh, wow. Yay. G turned into a very beautiful young lady. And this is him, modern day. As we both flip him off. He looks like someone. He does. He kind of looks, um... I'll just stop. not going to say who he looks like. But that's what I listened to this morning. And I was very... That moment of, like, they're in the same hospital, I literally screamed out loud, like, holy, like, you know, bad words. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? That's really
1: scary. I know that's, like,
0: like the cop part is one line of the story. Mm -hmm. But because he said that, she hesitated. You know what I'm saying? Not in a blame way, but that's, like, cop impersonator and... For a long time, she, her whole childhood, she hated men, would not go near men, Mm -hmm. did not trust them. So it completely affected her whole life. Like, I mean, just, and she talks, she talks about the story and she tells the whole story. And so I really, really recommend reading it. I just kind of told you like Mm -hmm. the parts I could remember along with glancing at the notes, but it's insane. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So sorry for the long story, but crazy, right? Yeah. Ooh. And luckily, like this is best case scenario for the circumstance that he actually that's, got put away. That's you know. insane. Like yeah. all of it. I know it's. I'm so, I'm not in a weird way, but I'm just surprised we haven't heard this. I know because <laughs> I mean there are there are so many of these cases we can't possibly know all of them, yeah. but it's a big one. Ugh. And thank yeah. the Lord she lived to tell about yeah, it. I think, as the episode is called. Oh man, but. That's that. Cannot even imagine waking Mm-mm. up and seeing your child gone. Mm-mm. And of course, the mom probably felt super awful because she was like, "Honey, go sleep in your own bed yeah, tonight." Like, I need to the guilt. Yeah. Unfounded guilt. So of course, it's not yeah. her fault. No, of course
1: not. But- Is it weird that I had a weird feeling that it was going to be kids that found her?
0: no so i just think
1: of like an open field and like kids playing in it
0: yeah well you were spot on yes yeah you had the visual
1: like and then it was probably close enough to the elementary school right right so it's down a
0: dirt road but there's probably connected like yeah
1: So like maybe the kids after school or something go play in the field Mm -hmm. thank god i know i feel like that's like one of those stories where it's like if you heard like one of those kids playing like side of it it was like well we weren't going to or like you yeah. know what I mean it's like all these fate like everything lining was
0: circumstance up. Mm-hmm. every single part of it her mom like her being restless and her mom saying go sleep in your own room and then her agreeing to go sleep in her own room mm-hmm. and turning on her light and deciding to read you know that whole yeah. thing it's like what if her light wasn't on it's it's just it's sad and scary but everything led and then full circle came back mm-hmm. it's sad it took so long it's sad she, anyone had to go through yeah. that but at least the those two detectives renison and cromie were committed and mm-hmm. with dna technology you know they were able to actually nail this guy down so that's all we can ask for right for justice mm-hmm. yeah well not all but that's all we get mm-hmm. <laughs> which is better than not finding out mm-hmm. i don't know i uh-huh. Ugh. but police impersonators are that's an example of dangerous mm-hmm. and not just like um bad karma. <laughs> yeah. And like you're starting Yeah, can, same yeah thing. like we
1: said like more lighthearted ones, but just to start. <laughs> a lot of or I would say it's the majority of where it's predominantly male um perpetrator yeah uh, to pull over women. Yes, that are alone for like sexual assault yeah, or bribery Mm -hmm. like pretending that they're going to get arrested and then okay well if you just write me a check now or like you just give me the cash now then I can erase that fine for you. Exactly. Kind of thing. Which
0: it never is going to exist anyways Mm because they're fake.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Do you have another
0: story? uh, There's a story of this guy
1: who apparently had it was like he was convicted three times in nine years for Impersonating a public servant and I guess pretended that like even to his own family that he was a real cop That's sad. or something mm-hmm. so just that um, and that was before the other two convictions in different states in Ohio and Connecticut mm-hmm. and then um, still convinced his family that he was a real cop
0: despite the convictions mm-hmm
1: which it makes me sound like the family knew
0: yeah and just were maybe afraid of them
1: yeah i thought that was a creepy one
0: yeah it's super creepy
1: um so like but then the article i was saying that i guess that's a um a characteristic Mm -hmm. of people who impersonate police officers is that they still do it in spite of being caught yeah multiple times they like still do it because I guess in a lot of states it's probably not really
0: um, a big deal (laughs) (laughs) wasn't one time I don't think I think it was several times yeah but so I was just all I was going to add to that is that what you remember you were saying about taking control and impersonating Mm -hmm. there's this article of March 6th 2018 that men are impersonating police to sexually exploit women and we're not paying enough attention yeah do you see that article
1: no but that's the one that I was going to talk about oh really yeah i mean it's it's tricky because it's like people get so polarized about like cops are either all good or all bad but um it's just kind of that scenario where it was but the only thing is he was like actually a real police officer yeah and he was doing that like bribing yeah for sexual favors
0: yeah Because did you know that in the U.S. there are 35 states where it is legal for police officers to have sexual contact with people in their custody? Okay, well that explains it. Yeah, that's the statement I was trying to get at because I had a feeling. Uh, 35 states in the United States, it is legal for police officers to have sexual contact with people in their custody. That seems like they're covering up
1: an issue. Here's the map. Is, yep oh oklahoma's not one that's where mine had occurred
0: well, i guess it depends on the the year too i didn't look at True. this all the laws but um where like maybe the police will have a police officer and again this isn't everybody but the example where it's legal is a police officer may have sex with a sex worker and then arrest them afterwards as like that is their proof that they are a sex worker i know (laughs) i know i know that's why i had to tell you because i was like are you i I don't know what else we're gonna talk about this and so that's the problem well just as a side note there's actually a group of um, sex worker advocates in alaska who are working to change this so people are working towards this because this is like Hello, how don't we know this? Because I didn't know this. That's crazy. And, and that, why is this not being talked about?
1: And that just speaks to. And that's what I was trying to get out. Where it's not at that point where it's not even whether or not they are a real cop or not. It's using that authority. Yes. And that power to like assault people. Yes. So it really, like at that point, that's just a bad person. So it wouldn't yes. matter if they were a real or true not. or not. Right. They're assuming that power and the people who they're attacking believe it's real yeah and like that guy in Oklahoma was like specifically targeting sex workers yes and people he would run their um, names and he would find people that had warrants he'd actually oh he was a real cop he was a real cop for this oh, one yeah but it was almost like the extra like he's already doing what the other ones were doing right but he had more access access but it's the same thing and then To know that, well, actually, that's legal or that some states allow police officers to have sex with people in their their custody. Yeah.
0: That puts like a whole other like thing. I mean, now I'm like nervous because I want to double check this. But that's what it said. It's from HuffPost.com, which is pretty big website. I don't think they would just post this. Well, I don't think they. Yeah, there's no way. And that's the, where'd that map come from? Technically anyone can make maps, but I'm going <laughs> to double check this. That seems to be such
1: like a gotcha, like not good way of catching.
0: No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but also I can see that being, I can see that happening. Yeah. Cause then it's like, well,
1: it's just, that's where it's like you're using the, the person's authority's word.
0: Yeah. Oh, this was, a, um, it was a BuzzFeed news article, and it was based, the title of the article is an 18-year-old said she was raped while in police custody, and the officers say she consented. Mm. They were ended up being, getting arrested, by the way. They're the... from the Brooklyn South Narcotics Unit, and she went, she was raped in their van. They took turns. <gasps> they basically, so basically she got pulled over, or sorry, she was with her friends, she's like 18. You know, they pulled up to the car She's so the two guys it was two guys in her the two guys cops pull up to the car um see that there's marijuana in like the front mm-hmm. cup like whatever cup holder and they like search all of them tell the guys they can go keep her arrest her say we need to take you in put her in the van mm-hmm. take her on the block rape her taking turns driving and like i think like She's, a, she's handcuffed and so she's held captive and then I don't remember the detail oh yeah so the cops made no arrest issued no citation and filed no paperwork about the stop and hours later her when she went home what was it oh they dropped her off on the side of the road a quarter of a mile from the police station and it shows on surveillance footage <gasps> oh that's it's mm. so awful and her mom and her went to the hospital because she's like mom I was raped by these officers they did a rape kit and sure enough the dna matched eddie martins who's 37 and richard hall who's 33 of the brooklyn south narcotics unit
1: yeah. both have
0: since resigned from the force and are charged with rape Good, okay. but it's like guys like what i know that's what yeah it's the same with that guy
1: so he would find the warrants um and then use it against the women so that they would Choose yeah. to have sex instead, or perform sex acts instead of going to jail,
0: right? But, ugh, it's that's the, that's that thing, abusive power. Yeah, and
1: that's to me where it's like, um, it's almost. I feel like they're the same. Where it's like that's not a real, that's not a real officer. No, like they're all. I feel like that's almost impersonating too, because, like a real officer would
0: never do that. yeah you're not
1: like that's not oh
0: it's a it's abusive power it's abusive power Mm -hmm. and that's the problem and that's what this article is talking about where because sex work i think it's because sex workers know that police have that ability Mm -hmm. now people are impersonating that ability that authority so an example is january 25th and 2018 50 year old uh, Stanley Troy Friesen, I think is his name, from Tracy, California, was arrested for allegedly raping a woman. Um, he arranged to meet with a sex worker he met online, and when they met, he showed her his gun and fake badge, and then raped her. Same thing happened in Salt Lake City by resident a-hole, that's my ad to that <laughs> resident a-hole Christopher Scott, who was arrested for raping a sex worker he met on Backpage which I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming it's... Probably some sort of... I don't think we should go on there. No. (laughs) Um, So, I think now we can kind of get... And this part of the article gets into the psychology of it so we can, like, talk about Mm -hmm. it. And then the last one being, like, how to spot them. Mm -hmm. So, basically, it was just, like, um, if someone's impersonating a police officer, odds are things are only going to get worse. Yeah. Like rape don't get me wrong rape is awful you know pulling people over you don't know what they're gonna do it's awful but those tend to escalate because that's that feeling of power mm-hmm. the guy there's a lawyer and clinical psychologist named jack Kit. these are weird last names A F mm. k-i-t-a-e-f-f Um, who's currently writing a book about this. Oh, interesting. He says that impersonation is, quote, rampant and a precursor to more violent crime. I can see that. Like that. Remember, like, um, peeping Toms and Mm -hmm. stalking. Like, it's that same thing of trying to get more. More. From victims, but without actually doing the thing yet. Mm -hmm. Because not always do the impersonators commit the crime. Mm Mm-hmm. Just the crime of impersonating. Yeah. Um, Basically, in the research, he found that the two main motivations are to impersonate an officer are to have access to vulnerable victims. Yep. Getting the power trip and the thrill of having authority over others. And like you mentioned earlier, um, they're mostly men and most likely would be diagnosed with borderline personality or antisocial disorders. Oof. Yeah. So it's like they clearly aren't... Like, a normal person doesn't do this. No, yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. Not that, that was rude. If you have mental health, you know. Yeah. Uh, disorder or something like this, like, okay, like, we get it, but get help. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't, I don't know, people have to, under, people have to know that if they want to impersonate or do this, that's something's not right. I think they still know not it's right. wrong. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. They know the difference between right and wrong. Mm-hmm. They're not, you know, unable to make that difference differentiation
1: yeah and it's not like they're impersonating cops to go help (laughs) someone in need
0: they're not like oh i I need yeah let me what do cops do red or nice like go to the state fair and like sign autographs or like help
1: an old lady cross the street
0: and like get credit because they're a cop Mm -hmm. Mm -mm.
1: nope it's bad
0: things terrible things last bit how to spot yes you Um, have step two i have step two
1: they're kind of... I found a funny wiki howl okay. article, and then I just wanted to show... I think you saw it, too? Yeah, I, this is where <laughs> I got my info, as well. <laughs> the picture of
0: the the bad guy scheming. Yes! Okay, wait, can we say the <laughs> same person that comes to our mind? Do you know who he reminds me of when I see that? No. Okay, he looks like a creepy blonde version of Nicolas Cage. Oh, I can see that now. Yeah. Uh, I think he looks like a creepy, like... Like ugh, yeah, to so no good. Like
1: the wiki how of like how to spot a police impersonator. The first picture is like this cartoon drawing of like a really like smirking evil man, kind of like cartoonishly scheming, like Mister.
0: What's his name from The Simpsons? I haven't watched this. Mister. Damn, Katie. Yeah, he's like um, has his like, fingers uh, together like. Mr. Burns. Mr. Mr. Burns. Oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, I don't know where that came from. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just came right out of me. Yeah. So I just thought, I was like, oh, well, I have to read the rest of this wiki how.
0: Yes. It's very
1: long. it's Well, it's redundant. Yeah. Because well, they it's kind of, of going the steps. It's like, generally speaking, this is what to look for. But when you actually are getting pulled over, yeah. here's what to look for. Okay,
0: cool. You go for it.
1: Um, you. You kind of mentioned it already, and I don't know if you did that on purpose. Hmm. But with Mitt Romney's
0: Mm -hmm. case,
1: you said that his uh, uniform was kind of dirty and wrinkly and not fitting right. Mm -hmm. That's key number one. Yeah, if Um, it doesn't look good. Yeah. Real police take great pride. And I feel like it's against a lot of um, departments. Uh, dress. I'm sure they have dress code rules, mm-hmm. and you can't be wearing dirty uniforms. Well, you're also
0: representing you're the city, the city or, or the
1: or the county. county or state or yeah. Any well, because if some people are saying that was there one that said they were an FBI agent or uh, no, just FBI, that, yeah, that was actual investigation. the real one. Yeah, never mind. Um, yeah, so I feel like uh, it's one of those things where it's kind of the military type thing where it's like yeah. clean pressed, no wrinkles, nothing on mm-hmm. it. So that's a, and I feel like that's a good indicator, too, because unfortunately, um, a lot of these articles are saying with the advent of the Internet, it is very easy to, to get, get your hands on yep. stuff that looks very realistic yep. in terms of uniform badges, uh, the belts. But um, they, they don't know the rules. Yeah, but they don't know the rules. And it doesn't mean that they necessarily can get their hands on the size that's that true. fits them. Because
0: everything is tailored, I believe, mm-hmm. for the officers. So it's like exactly what's supposed to fit. And if they're impersonating, they probably don't have the, what is that? Self-drive slash, they're probably, like, they're not super, cl- like, yeah, <laughs> do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. And,
1: I mean, if you are, I don't know, maybe, like, I know, like, the Yankees don't allow tedious. facial hair. Mm-hmm. So, maybe certain even departments don't allow facial hair. Yeah. So, I don't know if you can, if that's, like, a public thing you could look up for your city. Yeah. Yeah or something and you can be like okay well this guy's got a full-blown beard
0: mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. undercover cops obviously are different yeah, but if that's the scary yeah. part that's i didn't really think of that but if they're in uniform they should typically be clean cut be they should look neat yeah and professional
1: mm-hmm. yeah and they should never um they should never get ang- like i don't know i just feel like when these people are impersonating it's very like like, come with me or, like, get it's, out of your car. Or, like, yeah,
0: it's very um, forceful.
1: But, like, when it's, like, if it, and a lot of it's, they're pulling over women mostly on traffic stops. Mm-hmm. Like, cops, like, that's so mundane. Yeah. It's, like, they're not going to be, like,
0: get out of the car. <laughs> Unless oh, like, you're acting like a crazy person. Yeah.
1: But it's, like, they're not going to, like, make you go somewhere with them. Yeah. Because your, your tail lights out or something. Yeah. Um, and you're, like, a woman alone yeah um so that's like an like just the attitude or, or yeah you know.
0: overall demeanor um yeah they have like that utility belt with like mm-hmm. they should have a flashlight firearm handcuffs taser bullet magazines and pepper spray and, and a radio and a oh
1: badge. that was a good one is that um I think it was. I, uh, this article uses a lot of like all should. Yeah. But I mean, maybe some exceptions for departments. Of course. But it was saying that all police officers in uniform should have a radio. Yes. And that's a big key, too, I think. That yeah. someone trying to impersonate might not think to put a radio on.
0: Or if their radio isn't actually, you don't hear the dispatcher because dispatchers yeah. are always mm-hmm. talking. Yep. It's nonstop. Mm-hmm. That's, what that's their job. Yeah. <laughs> so if they don't, you don't hear a dispatch, then it's. I mean, they can wear the ear. But they still like, should... Yeah, that's true. But they still should have something. It will right, be connected to the, to the speaker part.
1: Can I please listen to your radio? <laughs> can you please uh, call something in and
0: then let me hear the dispatcher, please? Uh, aren't you going to show your earbuds? I mean, come on. I just want to listen. For the badge, or do you want to go about... Do you see the part about knocking on the door? Uh, you can do that one. Okay. So when... Like if, say, for example, you're at home and... Um, please come to your door but you're not sure you just want to like you're kind of not sure if it's a real cop or not um real cops are supposed to knock very loud and announce their presence say why they're there and specify that they're a law enforcement officer Mm -hmm. which is funny because when you think back like i feel like i've in tv shows you hear that like knock 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 no like this is police, like, you're under arrest for blah, 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 open mm-hmm. the door. Like, mm-hmm. they say it, like, out. not that all the TV shows are right, but they, it feels like that's what they do. Like, mm-hmm. they, you know, knock loud and say that. And if someone does knock on the door, but they don't say why they're there, do not open the door.
1: Yeah. Ask them
0: <laughs> through the door mm-hmm. to tell the, tell you, even if they don't tell you. They should, though. They should, and... That's when you don't open the door. Yeah, don't open it. And if you're really scared, I, was a, I thought, sorry, I'm trying Oh, to are you prompting me? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> oh, you
1: can call 911. Yes. And ask you um ask the police officer for their badge number. Yes. And um you can call 911 and verify that that police officer's at your location. Yes, and they, that can be for at your house or when you get pulled over.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, I think that's a big one because people are afraid to call nine one one. I've called nine one one a lot actually, <laughs> and yeah, I've never called nine one one. Well, because I've seen like a lot of people who are seemingly under the influence while driving, oh. or I've even seen like suspicious packages. I've seen like in college, I saw this one guy literally like looking into every single car. Oh, that's not walking good. through, and he was shirtless. It was really awkward, like, weird. <laughs> like he's looking for a shirt or <laughs> what's going on he's like i know i might <laughs> put my shirt in one of these cars but yeah so just stuff like that it's like mm-hmm. if you see something say something yeah that's true but if you're not sure about the cop like just because they're telling you to open the door they're not going to bust down your door and if mm-hmm. they do you know run um, yeah yeah because a
1: police officer is not going to be tr- sneaky trying to get into your house no
0: no and especially for no reason no and you're allowed to confirm like you said you're allowed to confirm Mm-hmm. So call dispatch and they can verify for you whether or not. And that should scare an impersonator off
1: because exactly. if you say, OK, hang on, give me your badge number. I'm calling nine one one to verify.
0: And you don't even technically need their badge number.
1: OK. Oh, yeah, because they have GPS so that they yeah. can just track that officer or they any least, officers in there.
0: Yes. So they can at least tell you like, oh, yes, that's officer so and so. They are at your location. And then
1: you can be like, what's your name? And then they yeah. could, you can do reverse. Exactly. Exactly. Verifying. Like
0: there's ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you my story about when I was in college about those cops following me and oh, my yeah. friend. Mm-hmm. Long story short, my friend and I were like, there's like a lot of crime happening in the area. And so we were walking each other home, uh, walking her home. And then she's been driving back to my apartment, blah, blah, blah. So we're walking her home. And um, all of a sudden this like purple challenger is following us. We're like what the hell is going on? And they're like all tinted, driving really slow. It's like it's like finals week, so maybe it's like you know midnight or something. Shouldn't really be out, but we are. Mm-hmm. And walking along together, and then they like keep following us. They like turn. They oh, and so then we turn back around to have, like we meet up with one of our friends who happens to also be out. We just run into him. We're like We're really scared. Can you stand with us? Like I don't know what's going on. And then. The cop, I mean, sorry, the, the, I already said it, but the <laughs> car turns around and comes back again. And we're like, we need to get out of here. Like this car is following us. So I call the local police and I'm like, this purple challenger is following us. This is really sketchy. And the dispatcher's like, oh, those are our undercover cops. There's been crime in the area. So we're, they wanted to ask you a question about some other people that walked past you in case those were, you know, the suspects mm-hmm. or whatever. And we're like, Okay, well, maybe following us in an un, like a yeah. unmarked, all black, like, tinted, like dark tint car, two girls. Yeah, after midnight, like that's not really the way to do it either. No, that's not great. So, but we call like that was. Con- I yeah. felt better, and I didn't end up talking to the cops. So I was like, mm-hmm. they're like I'm like, no, there was nothing. Can you tell them to go away? Yeah, <laughs> like can they <laughs> stop stalking me? Like, it, and this whole thing happened over the matter of probably two minutes. Mm-hmm. But, but I still felt better calling because really I was really scared. Like, yeah. I could have pepper sprayed a cop.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, and then you would have been in trouble.
0: Exactly. So, I mean, I'm glad I called and. Yeah, yeah you can do that. <laughs> and yeah. And I mean, this might not be for all
1: cases, but I would assume if the cop impersonators whole objective is to get to you, if you're saying I'm going to call the police, like if you say it. And if they either, like, run away or they try to persuade you not to. Yeah. Because a real cop would have no problem being, like, verified because they know they're Well, they might be annoyed, but they're they're not
0: going to stop you Mm because they probably see this happen. And so they're like, well, yeah, Yeah. go ahead. Like, if maybe you were my kid or my daughter or my wife, Mm -hmm. like, I'd want them to verify if that person was, you know, calling. Or, sorry, trying to get me to come out.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to go in order, but one I remember, too, is if you are getting pulled over, um, make sure, like, if you don't feel safe, Mm -hmm. um, wait, like, drive to a place that has people. Yeah. And um, it was saying, like, you, like, if you put your hazards on, that you're kind of, like, signaling to them, like, hey, I see you. Yeah. But I don't feel, and if, you you know, you're not driving erratically.
0: Yeah.
1: It's kind of like a symbol of, like, I'm going to, I'm. You know, then you can explain yourself later. Yeah, if you feel like you have to. But there, you know, I think people get so freaked out when they get pulled over. Yeah, that they just do it immediately. Yeah, like I got pulled over one time. Did you? Yeah, and it was like kind of late, and it it was on the freeway, so I got <laughs> pulled over by uh, CHP, Ugh. and uh, it happened to be that they pulled me, and I wasn't really thinking about it. They pulled me over underneath the freeway.
0: Like, the overpass? Yeah.
1: So, it would, would be the, like, the overpass. And it was, like, dark. Oh, my gosh. it was late at night. So, oh there was no God. one there. And so, I was, like, thinking back. And there was two people. In the, it was, like, a trainee or... I don't know if they ride with two. But looking back, I it was, it was, like, that probably wasn't very smart. But you're, you're scared. Like, you I was know. so scared because I was, like, goody. I wasn't actually doing... I I forgot to turn my lights on. Oh,
0: no. And it was
1: one of those things where... I saw them because, you know, how they try to hide with like one little tiny light. Yeah. I saw them as I was approaching them. And for some reason it clicked. I was like, oh, my God, my lights. And then I was trying to like fumble with because I was driving my mom's car. Yeah. And I was like, mm curse word yeah and i just had this feeling i was like i know they're gonna pull me over yeah and like i already knew and then sure enough see, and it was like i got the lights on like right when i passed them yeah so they so didn't they did, really see yeah, i mean so even if they, they
0: saw that you were still had them off before so it's yeah. not great
1: so they they pulled me over and it was scary
0: uh, i think they
1: thought i was intoxicated because it was late at night and i was like
0: driving with the lights off yeah
1: yeah young. But I wasn't and everything yeah. was fine. I tried to stay calm because I was like, I, I didn't know what to do. I was like, do I leave my keys in the car? Like, do I turn? I was asking him. I was like, do I turn? The, like, do I take my key? Like, what do I? Yeah. Leave I your do. hands on the steering yeah. wheel. Yeah. Well, that was after that. And because he yeah. wanted me to step outside. Oh, no. And do like off tests. the
0: freeway too. see that from where off the freeway. Like and scary. then because
1: I pulled off in the shoulder of the freeway. Yeah, and then over still. the thing, he was like, no, off the freeway, like exit oh good and then he was telling me but then okay so you did get off the i freeway. got off the freeway but we were underneath the f- like freeway oh, bridge thing
0: got it instead of like a gas station or yeah, something. yeah
1: like one in the morning Ugh. it was dark and there was no one around that's scary so i was like that was scary and then when i looked in the rearview mirror the one guy's getting out but there was another guy sitting in there yeah in the passenger seat and yeah
0: yeah like,
1: uh. But it was a legit, and I think he could tell right away that there was nothing wrong with me. And you're probably terrified. And I was really scared, and I was like, "Sorry, it's my lie." I mean, it's one of those things where they they say you shouldn't say what you're getting pulled over yeah. for, but I was like, I knew. I was like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm, it's like my bad. Li-. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, okay." And then he was like, he was really nice to me the whole time. And then, mm-hmm. like, I think he could see, like, you know, how they just like talk to you to see if you are. He was asking me all these things, and then. Yeah. And then uh, I drove home. Yeah. And I was scared and I maybe cried on the way home. <laughs> so, so I just felt so stupid. Yeah. Well, like course. nothing happened. Like yeah. it was just like, oh, please turn your
0: lights on. Yeah. But so they were telling you my aunt got um pulled over at gunpoint <gasps> because she wasn't exiting fast enough for them. Wait, what? So she was driving to and she had my cousin in the car. I think she I think she was a, like one or so, like an infant. Like mm. I want to say infant at the time. Not my aunt, the baby, <laughs> my aunt, cousin. And um, so my aunt was driving. <laughs> <laughs> my aunt was driving, t- I think, to or from the lake. And it was like a two lane road. Sketchy road in general. Don't know why she got pulled over. But when you're driving out to the lake, it's like all desert. Mm-hmm. There is nothing out there for very long periods of time. She works around case, like car accident cases a lot. So she knows like, you know, typically if you pull, and this will be an episode maybe one day, but when you pull off, pull off into the shoulder, especially the freeway, you're supposed to get off the freeway at your nearest exit because Mm -hmm. cops, I mean, cars can drift and hit you and then kill you and the officer. Mm Mm-hmm so she goes to pull so there is no there are no exits and it's a two lane road with a tiny little shoulder and she has a big old like suburban or something with a baby in the back so she's like I'm not gonna pull over this two lane highway and this tiny little shoulder so she has her I think she has her hazards on he's over the man please or he doesn't know she's a lady but you need to pull over now and she's like waving her hand out the window and I think she had her I don't know if she had her hands on or not but like addressing like yeah I get it like when we get to the nearest exit Mm -hmm. So by the time she got to the nearest exit, he pulled, he like had his gun on her and was like,
1: get out of the car. Like, Did he ever get out, um, like felony style where I, it's like, they have her like, okay, put your hands out. No, I now think,
0: open the door from the outside. Like, no, I think it was away, like, 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 get out of the car right now. Like really? And she was like, and then she was like mad at him back. She I like, would be I so pissed. In the yeah. car. Like, how dare you? Like she, you know have your gun pointed on me like i was waiting i was doing my you know i have a right to like put myself into a safer Mm -hmm. spot of course it's not a great circumstance because it took a long time i don't know how long i'm guessing quite some time that he did feel threatened like she wasn't like speeding away she Mm -hmm. was there the whole time like right in front of him so i don't know It was just a really awful situation but okay last point (laughs) the badge yes how to tell if it's a real badge or not so a real officer will have no problem showing you their badge and letting you look at it. Hmm. If you, Especially if you... I mean, they should show it to you anyways. But if you request it, that's good. Um, it should include a badge, an ID card, and a photo ID.
1: Oh, yes, the photo ID. The photo
0: ID is important. And if they won't show you, do not trust them. That should be one of our shirts. <laughs> do not trust them. Very dangerous. And I was going to say, of course, it's like difficult to tell like a peephole or even over a ring app if it's, you know, really them or not. But Mm -hmm. if you're in person or being pulled over, like look at it. And then personally, I would still probably even call like they say that it's really difficult to impersonate or to make like a fake photo ID. Yeah. Or to have all of those things. It takes a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they can't iron their damn uniform, sorry, guys, but they <laughs> can't iron their uniform. Odds are, they're not putting the effort to have three different yeah. forms of police identification. And so, if you know they don't have that, call nine one one, like mm-hmm. we said, and then you can verify as well.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it won't take that long either. No. Oh, and then I've also heard that at least in the state of California, mm-hmm. if you're being pulled over for a traffic stop, regardless of if it's like highway patrol or um, any police department, mm-hmm. there should be one at least one solid red light, ah, while all the other lights may be flashing somewhere on the car. So and then, every, like some are more tricky to spot, but every car police car will have one solid red light that's wow. not flashing. Okay, and that would signify a traffic stop.
0: Okay, and that signifies that's a real cop.
1: Yeah. Cause if they have like weird lights, yeah, and even if they like come it's up just to like be, red and blue, like yeah. flashing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then if they come up to you, and be like I'm pulling you over for like something you did driving, yeah, and it's like okay, well, there's like you don't have the right lights,
0: and you're not gonna. S- I wouldn't necessarily. Say oh no, that I wouldn't say that. <laughs> that would be more like my internal In, like, thinking. Katie's like, like uh uh-uh. <laughs> no thanks. But yeah, yeah, and that's when you call nine one one and ask. You can keep your window rolled up to keep your door locked. If it's a real cop, I mean, at the end of it, they'll understand. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so
1: kind of a gnarly yeah, episode. I didn't realize it was so prevalent. Right. Or at least the way, like, when you Google it, it's like a bunch of st- A lot of stuff stories. comes up. There, are, mm-hmm. It's
0: not not happening. Especially that whole other little segue we got on with the, um, that it, the part that is legal. Mm-hmm. Which I had no that's idea. crazy. I mean, that's more states. That's more than half the states. Yeah. It's just like... Uh, no. Why, like, why? Mm-mm. Come on. Or, and in, and or in some of these states, the impersonating is a much lesser, um, or a much less crime. I'm trying to say it's, it's not as harsh of a crime, like a misdemeanor yeah. or... Mm-hmm. Like you said, like $15 or something like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> something yeah. like that. Like, it's so crazy. So at least if nothing else, being aware that it can happen mm-hmm. and that it does happen. And, and then just kind of.
1: You wouldn't feel, you shouldn't feel paranoid for like verifying a police officer's identity.
0: Yes. And don't feel, I think Karen said this today on an episode I was listening to, like don't feel bad for having a weird gut feeling. Like. Mm-hmm it's okay to follow your instincts like don't feel like oh like i am par- like we like were like talking about like i'm par- like people are gonna call me paranoid for asking or i'm gonna be embarrassed because what if it's just a real cop like just this one time like mm-hmm. of course it's a real cop it's like yeah well a lot of other people thought that too and mm-hmm. look what happened so. and
1: now after listening to this episode you can maybe say some stats to the police officer yeah if it is a real one and they get kind of angry at you yeah like and- well sir or
0: ma'am listen to this episode listen to this (laughs) and i'm not i mean you can go around talking like i'm not (laughs) Not paranoid paranoid. Mm -hmm. i mean we're here to tell you you're not paranoid but Mm -hmm. you can tell us i'm not paranoid (laughs) so yeah that's that's it folks (laughs) yep well thanks for (laughs) listening and if you guys have any extra advice or stories or know someone that's done that like ugh so crazy mm-hmm. and awful done that and has impersonated an officer yeah really no I'm saying I'm oh. asking them to not oh. me no what you are you said, saying
1: I thought you said
0: um let us know if you've done it before no like impersonating I an officer like maybe I said that I mean you know it's funny it's that thing where I'm like <laughs> don't say this and then I said it
1: go out no, perf- no. don't do you that. can I think the only like. um caveats would be like on halloween yes and i specify that actually. in the uk apparently Mm -hmm. they um halloween shops are not allowed to sell um uniforms that look like the actual like uk police like i agree with that which i think is fine
0: yeah i agree with that because realistic ones it's not yeah cool just be sexy yeah just be sexy all year long (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. Even the guys, yes, they have the short. They have to wear ones. the yeah, like officer was named Bo Jangles or whatever from uh, Officer De- oh, was Deputy Dangle. Deputy, what did I call him? Bo Jangles. De- All right, Deputy Dangle. uh, uh What does he say? What does he like to say?
1: uh Oh, well it's from Reno nine one one, the fake one. But it's a uh, when he has his new boots, new boot goofing. Uh, he's like, I'm just new, new boot, boot goofing. goofing. Got these on layaway. <laughs> So those are those are your uh, that's your homework. Um, um,
0: inform everyone. Yes. And if it's hap I think what you meant was if it's happened to you. That's what I meant. No, not if you've done it. If it's <laughs> happened to you or you know someone or something like yeah. that. But pretty crazy. All of our links will be on our website, you're not paranoid.com. You can follow us on Instagram where we have pictures of the episodes at You're Not Paranoid, and you can tweet us at YnP Podcast. Uh, if you have stories, you can email us at you're not paranoid at gmail.com. We are Katie and Kylie, and our podcast is You're Not Paranoid. And that's it for this week. That's it, folks. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.